What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Finn's house. It's your boy, Xavier Hackett. What in the world is going on with the Miami Dolphins? This been a, has been a disastrous season thus far. We almost have... Matter of fact, we about to play our eighth game of the season against the Buffalo Bills next week. And we are one and six. We lost six consecutive games. And myself and many of us Dolphins fans are trying to figure out what's going on. Who's to blame? Why things are the way they are in me and the rest of the Dolphins fan base, we expected playoffs. And for us to be one and six, it's just, it's a bad feeling. But yesterday we went up against the um, Atlanta Falcons at Sun Life Stadium as we lost to a game-winning field goal. Final score is 30 to 28. Falcons got the W. And I'm on give a rundown of the stats. This team, you know, the Falcons, Matt Ryan, he finished 20 for 40, 336 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Finished with a 95.4 passer rating. The Atlanta Falcons rushing offense. Overall, 22 carries, 72 yards, 3.3 yards per carry, one touchdown, which for most of the game, the Give the Dolphins credit. They normally are a team that that doesn't do well against the um the run, and for them to hold him under a hundred was solid. But Cordell's passion, like he was the leading rusher for the Falcons, finished with 14 carries, 60 yards, with one touchdown, which he had some key runs down the stretch of this game in order to put the Falcons in position. Go to receiving core. The leading receiver for the Falcons. Rookie. Tight end from Florida University. Cal Pitts. At seven catches, 163 yards, no touchdowns. Which he made some huge catches in this game. And, and he made a huge catch on the on the Falcons last drive in order to get them in position to kick the game with a field goal. Russell Gage, he finished with four catches, 67 yards within the touchdown. Those are a couple of the leading receivers for their team. And and let's go to the offensive side for the Dolphins. Two attack of Valoa. Um, he finished the game with 32 by 40 completions, 291 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, with a 109 passer rating. Statistically, statistically, sorry, excuse me. He finished well. Like you see, you just see him going by the stats. Like, oh, he had a good game, but you watch what happened during the game why he had them two interceptions and what it led to. You will see why he 
he was a part of the blame for losing this game. You can't put all of the blame on Tua, but I'm gonna give a further breakdown in a moment on why those two interceptions caused us the game down the stretch. And Miami rushing tap, which was well, 29 carries for 132 yards, 4.6 average yards per carry. Miles Gaskins, he had a um, solid game. He didn't start out the game, but he was in on some solid runs, which he should have definitely got more touches. But, you know, it was solid enough, and he did a solid job in the rushing game. Tua had four carries for um, 29 yards, which he made some good runs when the pocket was collapsing, and he made some plays. And let's go to the receiving attack for the receiving game for the Dolphins. um, Mike Gusecki finished with seven catches, 85 yards, and a touchdown. Jalen Waddle, seven catches for 83 yards. During Smite, three catches, 37 yards, and the rest was wasn't used. And um, Mac Hollins, he had a he had two catches, 13 yards, and he had got a huge touchdown to take the lead late in this game, but it wasn't enough. Also, Isaiah Ford um, had an opening drive touchdown in this game. That was his only catch of the game. And Miles Gaskins, he had a um, touchdown catch to cut the lead down to a touchdown before the Mac Hollins touchdown. Defensively, Arrow led in tackles with nine total tackles. And um, the only sack came from rookie Javon Holland, where he finished with five solo tackles. The second leader tackle on the team was Atlanta Roberts. Turnovers for this game, um, Xavier Howard got a key interception to get us back um, in position to doing something in this game, but I'm going to get to that in a moment. And defense got a fumble recovery when um, Matt Ryan was trying to convert on third down and we stripped him for the fumble and Nick Needham recovered it. And I'm going to break down on what are the reasons why we lost this game, what I like out of this game, and trying to figure out what's the problem with this team. The issues with what's going on with the Deshaun Watson situation, how Tua Tagovailoa is taking it, this coaching staff, and what I believe we need to do going forward in order to um, turn this thing around. Do I think we going to the playoffs? No, not this season. But can we turn the season around to a point to show the league like, all right, despite the bad start, we finished off strong and we still got something to build, something to build on. So I'll be right back and I'll get back to you in this moment to explain further details about this game.
All right, I'm back. I'm going to explain on why we lost this game. Um, first and foremost, I'm going to get it out of the way. You know, people with this fan base, we have tour nears. We have people that oppose the tour. Personally, I try to have a common ground, the understanding of what we trying to do. And at the same time, as all as fans, we want to win. But Tua does get some blame for this game. Um, and here's why I say Tua gets some of this blame. For one, it was certain plays in this game outside of interceptions that he could have made in order for us to convert on first downs. Like, for instance, after the holding call against us, he rushed for nine yards. Instead of making that juke, he should have just ran straight. We could have got the first down. Like, he made an unnecessary move on on a play that caused us to lose the drop. Let's go back in the first half when we were down 10 to 7. We had a situation where we could have scored whether it was a field goal or a touchdown. He threw in a double coverage to a Kadurin Smythe that was obviously covered. And yeah, he slipped, but he was covered. Where we could have checked it down, get a few yards here and there, and he threw it in the covers and then got an interception. Which led to the Falcons drive down the field to kick a field goal. We lost points. And the second interception, after the interception um, from Xavier Howard, the pocket was collapsing, the pressure was coming. Instead of just taking the sack, he decided to throw it, which led to the Falcons of um, scoring the touchdown. We was down by two scores. Yes, I know many of fan base said he brought us back, but we shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. And... If we would have scored on those drives, the position in the game would have been in our favor, and we wouldn't worry about it. Like, like Tua is dealing with a lot of things because of what's going on with the front office and the rumors about are the Dolphins going to acquire Deshaun Watson. He's dealing with a lot of that, and he's a year two quarterback. And um. For him, and to prove to this front office, despite or any other team that's looking at him, all right, he could be a guy for a different franchise. And that happens in his league. But for him to make those mistakes, that didn't help his case at all. And he does get blamed for this game. Like, you can't make those type of plays to put us in position and the other team come down the field and they get points. We're losing points. Which, you know, he gets, I want to say about 50, 50% of the blame um, for this game. As the other half, you know, I want to say 30, about 40% goes to the coaching staff. And it's mainly not because of people can say defense. It was the play calling on defense. Why are you running zone in certain situations? Although Xavier Howard and Byron Jones is 
banged up. Why are you running zone? We didn't need to run zone in certain situations. The zone hurt us. And it caused us to lose on third down. Like, stay in, man. Like, why? Like, then I'm looking at this team. I'm, I'm looking at this football team. And what bothers me is last season, we were doing all types of schemes. We were roaming around. We were moving around. We made plays. This year, I don't see none of that at all. It looks basic. It looks like we have a bad defense. I mean, mind you, from a from a yardage standpoint, last season, it wasn't like nothing monumental or like, oh, we were one of the dominant teams, but we did things to we made stops. We were good on third down. We committed turnovers. We were putting pressure on the team. And I put it on coaching because why y'all not making adjustments in order to improve on what you're doing wrong? And I want to talk about Coach Flores real quick. I am sick and tired of him saying the same thing in every press conference. I'm like, you keep saying, oh, the team um, are doing all the right things in practice. Oh, things got to get better. It starts with him. Flo, Coach Flo. I like Coach Flores. Don't get me wrong. We brought him in. I understood the situation. We were rebuilding. And for him to coach that team in 2019 to five wins, that was impressive. Because many in the league, many around the league have us going winless. And I'm like, what happened? I don't see that same passion like I did last year or the year before. Only time I've seen some type of expression when he throwing off his headsets. He threw off his headsets and he was cussing on the sideline at the end of the game. He did that against Jacksonville. Every time they put the cameras on flow in these games, I don't see nothing. Last couple years, it's showing the passion, showing the hunger, and it seemed like the locker room was believing. And like, I don't know if he he's losing the locker room or what's the problem, or it's a lot of things that's going on with this organization that is mind-boggling to me and and trying to figure out what's the problem, but that's neither here nor there. The other part is special teams. We got a field goal block and I don't understand what the issue is. It just seems like we we leaving points on the board. So yeah, they get some of this blame for this game. They leaving points on the board, and and we can't have that happen. And that's just something. Mind you, it's frustrating 
for me and other Dolphins fans because, you know, we should be better in this. And for for us to watch this game in and game out, I'm like, it's sad. But, um, I'm going to get to um, the things I liked about this game. I like what a running game did. Like, we was moving about. I mean, sorry, moving the football. We were moving the football down the field. It was um, some balance. I mean, I can give Tua some credit, but it wasn't. He did some solid things. It's just those other things kind of weighed in on why we lost this game. When you look at the numbers, oh, two of them, he put up a good game. But everything was short. You don't really see him moving the ball down the field, which, yeah, but obviously having Tua in his lineup, he give us a better chance of winning. But last week we played one of the worst teams in Jacksonville. This week we played another team that's one of the worst, which we put up points. But it makes me wonder of if Tua didn't get hurt, what results would have been against Buffalo? What would the outcome would have been against Las Vegas? What a loss, what the outcome would have been against the Colts? I'm not bringing up Tampa Bay because you know they're Super Bowl champs and you seen what happened. But we get more movement with two at quarterback opposing to um, Jacoby Brissett, which is obviously who's the better quarterback for this team right now. Um, Defense did some all right things except for the zone. Gotta get out of that zone, man. We can't keep playing in zone every game. And Matt Ryan is a veteran quarterback that's a former league MVP of this league. He's a pro bowler. Like he, he can make those solid throws in a zone. Like you don't keep playing zone. Like where's the pressure? But um, we did commit some turnovers. We did get some stops to help out the offense. But it didn't replicate on the offensive side of the ball in order to help out the defense. The defense can only do so much. Especially when we we have a defense that's not one of the best in this league. And um and certain players I um I like for the team to get more playing time, you know, watching Mac Hollins, he's a special teams captain, but when he comes in the offense, he does solid things. Like Miles Gaskins, I like his touches, but it just sometimes like we need to implement him in the passing game more. He's that type of running back to give us some few yards. Like use him, like use him based off his size. Like you know he's a smaller build. Use him in the passing game. Like implement him in a way that we can move the ball down the field because he's a talent but as far as him being that 5'11", 220 pound running back bell cow he's not it 
but he's solid. For the most part of this game, offensive line didn't give up no sacks. But one, but one, sorry. It could have been two, but like for the most part, it just, we have looked better, but it's still some flaws in this, in the team. It's certain players that I, I would like to see more out there and utilize them based off their strengths, especially when we have rookies on this team. We got Jalen Phillips. Let him, let him run a 3-4 technique. Let him put his hands in the dirt and rush the passer. That's his ability. Don't drop him back in coverage. Don't do nothing like that. Play him to his strengths. And yeah, Mike is second. I know as many talks of like, oh, he's a he's a receiver type of tight end, which is true, but he's essential for this team. And if you want to keep somebody, we definitely need to find a way to re-sign Mike Gusecki back to this team. He's a good player. He has great hands. Sometimes I wish he was a solid blocker. I'm not going to say a good blocker, but solid blocker so it can help out this offense at the end of the day because you know when he's in the game, we're passing. When they take him out of the game, when they put in Adam Shaheen or Darren Smythe, they're running. Like, if he adds a solid uh, element of being a solid run blocker, then that can help this offense going forward. And that was just some things. And my final thoughts about this. All I can do is shake my head. I was so aggravated watching another loss for this team. It just, man, oh, man. All I'm going to do is shake my head, man. It's just, hopefully we can turn things around. Like, my expectations drop. I know we're not going to playoffs this year. If something happens like that, I'll be shocked. But at this point, nah. But we play Buffalo next week on um on Halloween. Um, and we playing them in Buffalo, so we'll see how that turns out. Um, and Buffalo is the team that always have our number. I hope y'all having a productive day. If you wanna um. Follow more on my com, um, content. Follow me on Facebook at Finn's House and Instagram at Finn's House. Sorry for um, being away for um, oh, quite a while, you know, dealing with some personal stuff, but I will be coming back possibly sometime today or tomorrow to discuss what's going, what's really going on with this team, what we need to do going forward, and possibly of what players we need to move in order to move this, um, get this team not on track, but just thinking forward and thinking about the future. And what my thoughts of us going out of Deshaun Watson and do I actually want Deshaun Watson? So 
but better days will come. We have one of the best fan bases in football, and we deserve better. As it's your boy Xavier Hackett, and this is Finn's house. Fins up. Peace.